Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. You are now into to the 80 Mile a Minute show with your boy, Hey Hota. And your girl, Nikki Kurt. Today, 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 we have a very extra special guest coming on. Uh, well, hopefully, if she can figure things out, we should be good to go. You know, we've been having a little technical difficulties again this morning or this afternoon or this evening, depending on where you are in the world. However, today we are going to be going over some very important topics. Well, one important topic uh, is at the forefront of things. And let's see if our lovely, highly astute side, you know, side host, well, I guess a side host or co host, what would we call it? Partner in crime. Co host? <laughs> Part- partner in vehicular crime. Our co host, the lovely Nikki Kirk see if she can remember what today's topic is supposed to be of course i remember the the topic of today's show is what is the age of the millennial Mm. what is the actual age of the millennial but you were very close you do get an e for effort we have some nice lovely parting gifts for you all right (laughs) But no, no, no. You just missed one word. That's all good. You know, we're just going to keep quizzing you. You're going to get it next week, right? <laughs> you got no choice. But, um, yes, the, the topic is what is the actual age of the millennial? So, obviously, that has, you know, it's, it's a double standard there. You know, we have a, a few things that we want to go over. And there's a reason, point blank period, why we're even going over this in the beginning with. First and foremost, we're considered millennials, Right. That's what they say. That's what they say. That's what they say. And uh, I read whoever it. Whoever they is. Whoever they, the people that's in charge, you know who they are. They are the ones that's <laughs> listening to this platform and we don't know it, you know. Uh, right. So just to, just to be clear, there was a few things that kind of not rubbed me the wrong way or anything like that. It just kind of startled me a little bit. Okay. We still on? Oh yeah, I'm, I'm making sure because you know when we start talking about they, they, you know what they like to do. So, uh, <laughs> but no, it, it was it was it was alarming that I was getting feeds showing me things that are based on millennials, just different little newsletters and articles and things of that nature. And I was just like, I never asked for any information on millennials. You know, that's that's like you know that's just I guess that's something that supposedly one of those understood things and what's understood don't need to be said supposedly correct but in in my perusing and i mean perusing and browsing that's a, that's a new word right there perusing i look <laughs> start writing these down <laughs> the dictionary that's right it's gonna be the a hota book you know but um there's this uh article on globest.com that's g-l-o-b-e-s-t.com that says currently at 47.9%, millennials have the lowest home ownership rates of any other generation. By comparison, Gen X's home ownership rate is 69%, while 77.8% of baby boomers and 78.8% of the solid generation owns their homes. And I got to thinking, you know, why is that the case? Now, granted, our oldest millennials, if you're a millennial, if you're considered a millennial, clearly, 
you're defined as being between the ages of 25 and 40 years, meaning that you were either born in 1981 or as late as 1996. That, by definition, is what a, a millennial is. Okay? Now, our millennials would have been an adult. I think the youngest of our millennials would have been became an adult in the year 2014. The earliest ones was obviously 1999. That's just basic math. I'm not sure. But it got me to thinking about some of the some of the things that led us to not be as strong homeowners as some of the uh our predecessors you know and um i don't know i i contribute or i i would say i attribute that to maybe what we were born into you know saying that the time frame that we were born into uh those things i think all play a main role into whether or not we are able to have the wherewithal to become homeowners or or even you know are able to become homeowners. What you think? Yeah, um, I definitely think a lot of what's, you know, what's been handed to us has contributed to us. When you talk about, you know, the stock market crashing and the year two, 20K, was it 2K, 2YK, whatever it was, people didn't know what was gonna happen in the year 2000. Oh, Y2K. Yeah, I mean, you know, just not knowing what's gonna happen, you know, during our lifetime, not getting the education from our, you know, parents and maybe because they didn't get it from theirs, who knows, but just not having those resources available to us is what contributed, well, look, I believe, check, to a lot of that. Check this out. They have a show that you and I had started watching with a world-renowned Don Cheadle called Black Monday. Do you remember watching that with me? I that do. That actually happened in the 80s. You know, that actually happened in the 80s where there was a, a I want to say, a, a housing crisis and it was a, a market crash or something like that. I wasn't alive when it happened, thankfully, but, you know, a lot of people took their own lives as a result of um, what was going on with the stocks, you know. So uh, just to give you a, a few pointers, uh, not pointers, but a, a few tidbits of what actually took place during the time frame of the millennial the actual age of the millennial um jordans were released for the first time ever in 1984 you know you had uh carl Kanai. anybody remember that cross colors these are some of the things that were invented during the 80s and ironically these three items you know were actually black home believe it or not you know um you had old navy that came about you had uh <laughs> Zaxby's came around during the age of the millennium, you know, not to mention you had leaps and bounds that were made in, in the electronic era, such as the computers, you know, uh, I believe the millennial age is responsible for the inception of cell phones as well as the World Wide Web, you know, so there are a lot of things that, you know, our age was busy doing <laughs> thanks to a lot of the people that that came before us, you know, that we were actually, uh, I don't, I don't want to say victim of, but we were also, you know, kind of privy to just by being born in a certain era. And you also had the Gulf War, you know, but you also, as a millennial, got to witness the end of apartheid, which is crazy. But the most important thing that really sticks out for me was Nintendo. You know, everybody remembers Nintendo. Everybody remembers Sega when they first rolled out. Game Boy, 
you know, Giga Pets. All these things happen during the age of, of being a millennial, you know, and uh, a lot of people take it for granted as one of those things that, you know, especially if you're an owner of a PlayStation 5 or PlayStation uh, 4, 3, or 1, you know, yeah. PlayStation at all, or Xbox, right. if, if that's your no flex. Hate, yeah. But a lot of things no that kept us um, but, um, distracted. Oh, yeah, I, w- I would definitely say that, you know. Um, I would I would dare say just to answer your question, you know about uh, well I, it wasn't a question but more so to to your point about things being handed to us or I even even with the the menial materialistic items you know I, I feel as though that the age of the millennial was mainly based off yeah. of it being a lifestyle. I mean, you know, I, I didn't mean, get to ask my question, but my question I mean, would have been. You know, even with that, considering we have all these things that maybe our parents and grandparents didn't have access to, you know, the internet, um, and the emergence of the computer. I remember the first time we got a computer in our house, that was a big deal. Wasn't something, you know, kids my in my age range had in our community. Even with how slow that dial-up was, we didn't know it back then talking about we're privy to things that our parents even our grandparents didn't have access to with this world wide web um you know with jordans being popular the car canals the nintendos all this stuff that we kept that kept us distracted all these menial things really do you think that is one of the things that contributed to the millennials not being homeowners well i mean just to just to be honest with you I mean, where I grew up, people was getting robbed for their Jordans. People were getting killed for their Jordans, you know. Um, but I do feel as though you're right. I, I think that there, it was a major distraction to, to try to keep most Americans during that time frame out of the uh, mindset of what was going on with NATO, out of the mindset of what was going on with the markets. You know, we had I had in my, in my family at least one member of my family that served during that time frame of the age of the millennial my my aunt now i don't know all of what she was exposed to or experienced in her service and I, I dare not ask her but i definitely salute her for her service however she was in she was in war we were at war you know whether it was a war that people agree with or not we were there but i think that the key to this era was the emergence of gangster rap as well as the crack in the AIDS epidemic, especially in in um, lower income and in impoverished neighborhoods, you know, and I think that per se led to um, a lot of people's inability to own homes because if you're locked up because you did a crime, hey, chances are you're not going to get out and buy a home. You're not going to have the, the gains to do so. If you are selling drugs, you know, namely crack there's a strong chance that, you know, you may be killed before you're old enough to be able to purchase a home. And or there is a chance that even if you aren't killed, you're unable to purchase a home because of ill-gotten gains. You have no way of showing where your income is coming from. So I think some of those things really attributed to uh, some of the millennials not being homeowners at this point. You know, there's a lot of millennials that are locked up. You know, let's 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 be real. There's a lot of people that's locked up. Let's not make it seem like only the millennials are the ones out there doing crimes and getting locked up. Because I refuse 
to believe oh, that. We already know. But That's not I'm going to go ahead and take a break. Okay. All right, guys. It's been a great show so far. Now it's time to take a break. We'll be right back. All right, so we're back, and we have a very extra special guest, someone that is actually just getting yesterday. a little older today, I believe. <laughs> but we had, it was yesterday? Okay, good, good. I don't feel bad then. Um, we did get a chance to, to celebrate a very special birthday with her this past weekend, and she has given us the opportunity and graced us with her presence on the 80 Mile a Minute show. Please give a warm welcome to my wife's good, good friend. Hello, everyone. Miss Tina Mitchell. Hi. Oh, boy, hey, right? <laughs> Can y'all hear that? Nah, let me stop for somebody be mad at me. <laughs> but no, so what we, what me and Nikki were just talking about was the age, the actual age of the millennial. You know, and yes. from my understanding, yes, you did. raised two millennials. And I'm pretty sure if they're like any of us all, it was it was a trying task. But um, we were talking about some of the things that happened during the age of millennials, like the invention of products like the computers, Motorola phones, uh, Air Jordans, you know, Zaxby's. All these things happened within that 15 year period. And then there were some things that happened throughout the millennials age range as far as becoming yeah. adults yeah yeah correct am i right okay, yeah Nikki, um, had a so question. the main question you know that i wanted to ask you was what was it like for you raising kids during that time frame you're talking about the millennial time frame the early nine you know the 80s to the um 90s raising kids during a crack ec- epidemic and a time frame when we really were, you know, not privy to a lot of things. And all we know is Jordans and not maybe every one of us. But when you think about black people and uh, lower income people, you know, what was it like during that time? Frame? Well, I would say that it was very interesting because Jordans were coming out. Um, I realized that the youth, particularly my kids, were watching other kids and what they had and they wanted them particularly jordan <laughs> you know fashion was definitely in and um you know at that time raising kids that was a lot of money to spend on some shoes <laughs> right <laughs> I didn't have <laughs> right um so the pressure was definitely on me and you know when i realized that you know um air pressure was real i think that I realized that there was a stigma, you know, to look good when you go to school and to have. And if you didn't have, you know, kids picked on one another. And that generation seems like it was oh, yeah. felt more entitled. Like you just felt like, well, everybody else have them, I should have them. Well, no, you don't have my kind of money. <laughs> so, uh, no, we can't afford that. Mm-hmm. And so, to be honest, my kids did not get their first pair of Jordans, so they got their jobs and work and purchased their own Jordans. I didn't buy them. I know that's right. <laughs> Listen, back in the day, I know kids that's right. Foot I, didn't, I grew up, two for I grew eight, up with you know, five of them too. Two for eighty, two for hundred. That's what they got. <laughs> right, super kids. 
and, and all my Baltimoreans, they remember Super Kids and, and uh, 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 Rice's Town Road Plaza where we used to get our shoes. So I totally understand that. Like, I, 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 I agree with you. You know, I, I didn't get my first pair of Jordans until I was like 21. So <laughs> would you agree that not just the Jordans itself, but overall, the 80s and the 90s, the early 90s, yes. was more so about selling a lifestyle, yes. more so than it yes, was it actually was. having it for all right, guys, it's been a very interesting conversation so far. Yes. We're going to have to stop this, but we'll be back. This is the end of episode one. Part two of this is going to come up next week. Join That's us right. next week, guys. Love Stay you. Tuned. Stay tuned. Don't forget to favorite. Don't forget to check your alerts. We will see y'all. we take off for this evening or for this afternoon commute we want to go ahead and take this time to send out some promotions first and foremost i want to send a shout out to sheree jones shop you check her out at sheriejones.com that's s-h-e-r-i-e-j-o-n-e-s.com she got some great apparel there she does custom work the girl does an awesome job i want you to give a shout out to my girl sharice watkins she has an awesome skincare line you can buy her products at www.wsnaturalproduct.com. That's www.wsnaturalproducts with the S at the end.com. Definitely want to plug your boy Lennon English, you know, and his music. My man does a combination of Afro soul and I want to say futuristic and funk music. I have a personal favorite called Funk and Boom. Uh, the man is jamming off the meters. I can guarantee you it's something that you've never heard before. Uh, wonderful, remarkable artist that I was put on to um, by my own podcast. The last episode that I just posted of the I Am American podcast also debuted and featured here on Anchor.fm app. And his information, you can find everything for him at LennonEnglish.com. That's L-E-N-N-O-N. English, like the word, dot com. Lastly, I want to promote uh, a tattoo artist, friend, and frat brother, and line brother of mine's, uh, Kane Evans, operating out of Charlotte. The man is doing his thing. He is the nerdy tattooist. I want to say that's spelled N-U-R-D-Y. Tattooist, which is the actual word, believe it or not. Tattooist on all of his social media. I want to say that would include Instagram as well as Twitter. Go on there, check him out, follow him. The guy's doing great work. In fact, I'm looking at probably getting maybe we can get some matching tattoos. We can get some work done soon. 
What you think about that? Some, na- some matching tattoos? You just had an 80 mile a minute conversation with your boy A. Hota. And your girl Nikki Kurt. Uh, here on anchor.fm. Peace.